Welcome to the Celebrity Death Pool Podcast. My name is Bethany. I am your host. And I have a very special guest co-host with me today. Tracy, say hi. Hi, everyone. Yay! I am so excited. So um, Brad was not able to record this week. He's got a lot going on. And um, it's been a while since we've been able to get together and record. And um, I wanted to make sure that we were getting something on the air, something for, you know, our tens and tens of listeners to hear. Um, Mm -hmm. And I knew that today's topic, Tracy is a great expert. Um, If there's anybody that knows the royal family, it's going to be Tracy. And since we were talking about the queen, I thought this would be a great time to have Tracy come on and chat with us. So, hey, Tracy, how's it going? It's going good. It's going good. You know, longtime listener, first time caller. Very excited. <laughs> so Tracy and I have known each other for probably about 12 years. And um, she has been playing the game. I don't know. You've been playing probably for the last four or five longer than that. No, from the very beginning. As soon as you okay. started it. As soon yeah. as I started it at the office. All right. So I'm a I've two-time been- time winner. Two-time two winner. Two-time winner. Yes. There yeah. we go. Two-time winner. Although I hate to bring it to you. You have uh, zero points this year. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so the well, sparkle has worn off a little bit. Um, yeah. So um, uh, we've known each other for quite some time. Tracy's an avid player. She um when we were in the office all the time, Tracy and I worked together. And so when we were in the office all of the time, Tracy would usually be the first one to run down to my office screaming, so and so just died, which if people knew what was up and they understood, then they kind of just, you know, smiled and nodded. And if they didn't understand why we were arguably so excited about that, then they, I'm sure they thought that we were just morbid and evil people, but you know, what are you going to do? No, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to do? So, um, so the last time Brad and I recorded, it was, I believe the day before, Queen Elizabeth died. So Queen Elizabeth, as we all know, is dead. Um, She passed away September the 8th. So it's been a really long time since we've been able to get together and do anything. Um, She was 96 when she died and her death certificate literally says old age. So there's nothing malice. There's no hidden. I mean, well, I don't know. There might be. We all know that I love a conspiracy theory. Uh, No hidden illnesses or secret tumors or anything like that going on there. She was just an old ass lady and, uh, you know, had too many birthdays and that was the end of it. So, um, any thoughts about queen Elizabeth, Tracy, any thoughts on our new monarch? Well, I'll tell you when I first heard she died, the song lyrics threw into my, flew into my head, long live the queen by the sex pistols. Yeah. (laughs) So yes. I don't know if they're going to re-record that for Long Live the King. I don't think it has uh, quite the shine the same to it. ring to it. Yeah, no, it doesn't. really doesn't. But Long Live the Queen. Um, King Charles, you know, I guess we always knew this was going to happen one day. And I will tell you, I was ill prepared for it. I don't know how I feel about it still. And I really don't like um, that wife of his uh, getting <laughs> to wear a crown. Right. But right. uh, it is it is going to be a different time because as you've probably all read and heard that he wants to slim down the monarchy. And I think he's going to kick a few princesses out. 
Beatrice and her sister. You, Janine, we're looking at you. Yeah, yeah, we're looking right at you. Yeah. And I think that will also be another kind of a smack to Prince Andrew, like, hey, because of what you did, I'm now pulling titles away from your daughters. Which, honestly, I'm okay with. I mean, Prince Andrew is slime, so I'm I'm totally okay with that. I think that Charles is going to come in and be the heavy when Mm -hmm. Queen Elizabeth couldn't because everybody knows Andrew was her favorite. So um, I don't think that she really had the heart to lay the hammer down like she probably should have. So it'll it to me, I think that will be the nice thing about Charles. Do you think I have an opinion on this? Do you think that Charles actually being king and not just abdicating it and handing over to will is a smart move do you think that this is a good thing because you know i i i don't because popular opinion over there is that most prefer william and kate to get in there um i think because you know they're young they got cute little kids and it would just be a warm fuzzy feeling People are still pretty bitter over the whole Diana thing and what he did to her, especially since the crown came out and people rewatched it and kind of, um, kind of re the show, the crown, the show, yeah, the the show, the crown, right? Yes, Mm -hmm. yeah. I think after watching it, people like, oh yeah, I remember that's what he did to her and was messing around with this one, and right. I I think a lot of people are not happy about Camilla uh, being queen consort. And I just read an article where they're actually going to try to drop the consort and just call her Queen Camilla, but they are going to test the waters and see what the appetite of the public is and if they would um, respond well to that. Mm-hmm. I also, for whatever reason, the back of my head, you know, his coronation is set for May 6th, right? which is um, the birthday of Archie, which of course, you know who is taking it as a personal insult. What's her name? And Megan's taken she's taken insult to that you would think that that would maybe be yeah I don't know okay yeah yeah but they have been said they might not even be invited to the coronation if when his book comes out if he slams queen consort Camilla right so that's all going to be very interesting but anyway back to what I was going to say I just don't know I have a feeling that he's either going to get go through the ceremony and then step down or maybe step down before. I don't, I don't think that he is, you know, for years he's wanted to be king. He's been raised to be king. Now, maybe when he was in his forties or fifties, but now he's an old man. Right. And I don't think he's going to want to put that much time and effort into it. I mean, look how upset he gets over a, an ink pen. Right. So right. I just think he just doesn't have the temperament for it now as he would have had maybe 20, 25 years ago. I don't see him sitting on the crown for a long time. I think he's going to hand it down to William and let him take the reins. Right. My personal opinion is that if he had any wits about him, if he was smart at all, he would just sidestep the whole thing and Mm -hmm. basically say, you know, I am an old man. You know, I, I, I don't have the time or energy that the country deserves or needs. And you know, my, my mother did a great job, but I'm, I'm not in a place that I, that this is right for me. And I, you know, I want to pass it to the next generation. Who's going to lead it, you know, until, till the generation after that. Um, but I think 
that this is really, I really think that this is a power play for him and that he has waited so long for this that come hell or high water, he is going to be king. Like he's, Mm -hmm. he wants, I really do think that he's going to do the pomp and the circumstance and the whole thing. And my gut is telling me that after a year of him probably not responding very well in the press or probably getting some ugly commentary, like you mentioned, you know, how upset did he get over that pin? And if you haven't seen it, Google Prince Charles, you know, pin. Um, and there's a whole event where he was supposed to be signing something and you could see him get super irate with like, basically his help um, because they didn't do something to his liking. And that's just not a very, you know, that's not what you want for that temperament of your of your leader if you will and it's certainly not how the queen acted and i don't imagine that's how will will act when he eventually lands on the throne too um i think secretly too and maybe not so secretly i really do think that he does want camilla to be queen um i mean he has loved her from the word go so i don't necessarily have quite the disdain that i know that you do or a lot of people do I understand it, but, you know, I mean, he's loved her from the the minute he met her and it was the queen that said no. And so he ended up marrying Diana and, you know, I mean, I'm not royal, so I wasn't forced into a marriage. So I don't know what that feels like, but I imagine it probably fucking sucks. So, <laughs> well, I think it's funny that she told him no um, I guess because he was next in line for the throne because she saw what it did to her sister when she told uh, Princess right. Margaret. How. I mean, no. it totally took her down a spiral yeah. for the rest of her entire life. Speaking of Princess Margaret, just very quick sidebar. I read something the other day that was released or published somewhere and it was old, but it looked like it was something that the staff had drafted and put together that basically said Prince Princess Margaret's schedule, daily schedule. And it was something along the lines of like the princess sleeps until 11 or 12. Uh-huh. Um, and then she gets up and she has lunch delivered to her room. And then she'll sit in her room and listen to records and smoke cigarettes and drink coffee until about 4 or 5 p.m. And then she comes down for cocktails with the queen mother. And then there's like a seven course dinner. <laughs> And then something like, I think she has a bath, like you run her bath or something. And it's like a two hour bath. And I mean, we should all be so lucky. Like that's not a pretty dope schedule. Princess Margaret knew what was up. (laughs) She did. Well, you got to remember the Princess Margaret probably every day suffered from a major hangover. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And again, going way, way back. Princess Margaret was really never even supposed to be anywhere near the throne. No, no. Her or Elizabeth or Queen Elizabeth. No, no, not at all. Neither one of them were in line to do this. Neither one of them were arguably bred to do it. Um, you know, it wasn't until their their uncle decided that he was in love with, you know, Wallace, that he he, he bowed out and gave it to their dad, who I'm sure 
if they weren't so proper and British, I'm sure that the father's response would have been something along the lines of the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and remember, um, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, the King's speech, but her father had a terrible stutter. Yeah. So yeah. he really didn't want to be in the public eye. No. And that was such a great, great movie too. It was a great um, movie. You know, I mean, I will say like, I have started rewatching the crown um because i know that the new season comes out a couple weeks from now i think um and i've gone back and i've started re-watching it again if you want to know anything about there if you're like an intro to the royal family and you, you're not quite sure that really is a good place to start because it goes all the way back to queen elizabeth's father king george um you know, being on the throne, Queen Elizabeth basically, you know, getting married and starting her family, arguably thinking that she's just going to live this nice country life with her naval husband and raise her babies and, you know, hunt and fish all day like rich English people do, I guess. I don't know. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, becoming queen and what that means. And, I, you know, I've told you this before that every time something happens on the crown, my natural response is there's no freaking way this happened. There's no way. And then you Google it and it's like, yep. oh no, that's how that really went down. Yep. Um, so it's really, really interesting to watch it. And I, and we've all heard that the actual institution has kind of poo-pooed the crown and said, you know, that they want no part of it, no interest in it. And I can only imagine that's because 90% of it is spot on accurate. Um, on a totally different note, kind of, but not really. Did you hear about Meghan Markle's podcast recently where she was talking about, because you, you know that she used to be a deal or no deal briefcase girl. Yes. Yes. Okay. So if you've ever seen deal or no deal, you know, that the briefcase girls are just models, hot chicks that stand on a staircase with a briefcase. And the contestant calls out random numbers and the girl opens the briefcase. That's it. That's their whole job. That's, that is it in a nutshell. They may say something to them like, you know, Tracy, you're number 12. What do you think it is? And, you know, Tracy's response is, oh, I hope it's a low number or, you know, whatever it is. That's it. That's as good as it gets. And then you open the box and that's the end of it. Well, I guess Megan just recently said on her podcast how she felt like that show um, that she she really was felt used and that she um, wasn't being that her that her skills weren't really being utilized. Um, OK, well, we could talk that, that talking about her skills could take a couple hours because she has none. And the fact that she thinks she has skills is just hysterical. I think she's a terrible actress. Uh, she's the modern day Wallace Simpson, by the way. I said it. It's out there. It's true. She's the <laughs> modern day Wallace Simpson. And well, I think I the only reason that that the queen allowed Harry to marry her was, and I'm going to go back to Margaret, is because she was, you know, while she was getting old and she was remembering about how sad it made Margaret when she pulled the rug out from underneath her. So she was like, well, let's let Harry be happy. And <clears throat> right. so they let Harry marry her. Well, honestly, if you want to go even back a little bit further, she gave the blessing for Charles and Camilla to get married. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I lay both of those on the fact that she saw the damage it did to her sister. 
Well, not only the damage it did to her sister, but the fact that everybody then ended up blaming her for Diana's death. Right. You know, right. that's that's a heavy weight to carry, however you slice it. So I think that, you know, old age changes people. And I think in some ways, many people soften and they get a little bit kinder. Not all. Um, so yeah, I think that there was a lot. I think that she did have a lot of remorse for some of her actions earlier on. And so, yeah, I would agree. I think that she um, she was kind of changing her tune. But you also have to look at it, too. The times have changed, you know. Correct. I mean, now, if somebody, you know, the the a, a divorcee status isn't quite the scarlet letter as it was exactly years ago. So, yeah. you know, whatever. Well, shit, one of the girls married. He's a yeah. divorcee with a yeah. kid. And had a kid. Yeah, yeah. Had a kid. So, and when that, which one was that? That was the red, that was the, well, they're both red. I don't know. That was the other favorite. So the queen had two favorite grandkids, Harry and Beatrice. That's that's the one. And Beatrice is the one that ended up, well, I don't know if she's a favorite, but she's the biggest kiss ass because she's the one that wore the queen's dress to her own wedding. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So we, I think that we belabored the queen long enough. We're going to move on. We're going to talk about long somebody live the else. Queen. Long yeah. live the queen. Um, I've heard that they're going to be taking her off of all of the, um, the money, all of the, yeah, their denomination. Yeah. I know. That's so weird. That's, I mean, well, you think about it first. We've only known Queen Elizabeth our entire lives. That's true. That's true. And now, you know, we're rolling into King Charles. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see this man's portrait. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't I, I wait. I do think, though, I think give, it, give him a couple of years and he's going to step down because he's not going to want to deal with all the the BS that he's going to deal with. He just, he's not going to like all the meetings he has to take. He's not going to like dealing with the prime minister. He's just like, it's just not him. He's always spent his life uh, doing whatever he wanted to do. I wake up and I, I think I'm going to go walk around to Scotland today. Right. And so then he'd go to Scotland and walk around. So <laughs> I don't think he's going to like it. I think no. he's going to. I agree. I agree. I think that yeah. it's going to be too much for him. And I think he's going to going to decide that i mean he's lived a very privileged free life oh 100 and 100%. um yeah so all right long live the king okay. we are uh, our queen queen king shit i don't care any of them whatever um we're gonna move on to loretta lynn um she passed away on 10 4 ah she passed away on good buddy day 10 4 10 4 good yeah. buddy um she died in her sleep. I couldn't find any other cause of death. So she too suffered from too many birthdays and that was her cause of death. I am not a country fan. I don't know if you are. I could give a shit, honestly, but. Yeah. So, you know, I grew up on country with my father always listening to it. So I know Loretta Lynn and one of my favorite songs is You Ain't Woman Enough to Take My Man. <laughs> what a great that's fantastic <laughs> yeah yeah you'll have to listen maybe to i would like loretta lynn <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um no loretta lynn you know coal miner's daughter all that but uh she did have an interesting life you know they they got married when they were like what 12 13 like you know it's crazy 
back oh then. God. She spit out a bunch of kids. She was best friends with Patsy Klein. Um, Patsy's plane crashed and, you know, she was all right. sad. But um, I, I, when I heard Loretta Lynn die, my first words were like, well, I guess her and Conway Twitty are up in heaven singing Louisiana woman, Mississippi man. That's all I can think of. <laughs> but I'll cute. tell you, I, I pity the day for me when you tell me Dolly Parton has died because I oh, do love cool. some Dolly. Yeah. I think so, Dolly but, Parton is one of those people. She was, I'm probably going to get hate for this, but I feel like she was sort of like a Taylor Swift before Taylor Swift. Like Dolly Parton was, again, I'm not a country music fan. I'm not, I certainly, especially what I would consider like classic country. Like it's just <laughs> too twangy for me, but Dolly I feel like was the first sort of mainstream pseudo pop had an appeal to everybody kind of bigger than life personality. And yeah, I would agree that that one's going to be a pretty rough one when that one happens. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that. You know, Dolly wrote all her own songs and, Mm -hmm. you know, she wrote for other artists. I mean, she is, she is a songwriter over everything else. Right. Very talented. Loretta Lynn wrote her song. So Loretta yeah. Lynn was, you know, very good at writing songs. And Loretta I, Lynn's like queen of country music, man. The queen of the uh, Grand Ole Opry. I'll tell you that. Right. I will say so. that when I was doing some research for Loretta Lynn, because again, I know nothing. Um, one, I didn't realize that Crystal Gale was her sister. Yes. With the hair to her ankles. With oh, the yeah. hair. Crystal yeah. Gale. Who knew? Yeah. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. And two. I did. There, well, there you go. I was gonna say probably everybody did. I didn't. Everybody did. Um, there was a video, and it's Loretta Lynn, and I think that she's on stage at the Grand Ole Opry. Which, even though I don't listen to country music, at least I know what that is. Um, but she's on stage at the Grand Ole Opry, and there's like a whole mess of people with her. So I don't really know if this is like her birthday celebration or some sort of like. Grand Ole Opry Hall of Fame induction. I don't know what the hell it is, but I know it's Loretta Lynn on stage and a whole mess of people. And Loretta Lynn is looking a little weakened at Bernie's. Like it feels like she's kind of being propped up a little bit there. You know, there's other people that are around her and Crystal Gale is standing next to her and they're all singing Coal Miner's Daughter. I'm pretty sure it's Crystal Gale. They're all singing Coal Miner's Daughter and Loretta Lynn keeps trying to grab the microphone. (laughs) And they won't let her have it. And it just made me laugh so hard <laughs> because it was just one of those like, well, one, what is this for? And, you know, I mean, why are they not letting her sing? And two, why would they just like roll this old woman out there who just looked frailer than all get out, but whatever. Anyway. Um, so yeah, so Loretta Lynn died. She was 90. Um, we did give out points for her. So Queen Elizabeth, some folks had, a couple of folks did have Loretta Lynn. So both of these, both of these names actually propelled some folks forward in the game. Um, the next one I want to talk about is Angela Lansbury, who 96 died on the 11th. Again, old age is what I'm seeing as the cause of death. So I've got three old ladies here mm-hmm. who just had too many birthdays and keeled over dead. Um, again. and honestly, when I saw that you posted Angela Lansbury had died, my first thing was, I thought she was already dead because <laughs> I knew she was like, so I thought she was already dead. So yeah. I was not, um, 
I know that a lot of people look at Angela Lindley and Farias as sort of like, you know, treasure. Again, mm-hmm. I whatever. It's not yeah. it's not my thing, not my wheelhouse. Um, I certainly never watched Murder She Wrote. Um I I'm not a fan of the animated Beauty and the Beast. I know there's a lot of diehard fans out there. I don't I don't really care. Um so it really didn't it didn't really get to me, but whatever. Um, Angela Lansbury dead. Now, one that did bother me is the next one, which is Robbie Coltrane. And um, he was 72. I couldn't find any reason for a cause of death, but I did find a statement that said that he had been unwell for some time. Um, I don't know. If you don't know, Robbie Coltrane is best known for playing Hagrid in all of the Harry Potter series. Um I looked up his IMDb page. I don't know anything else that he was in. Um, and there was there was a lot of stuff, but it all kind of looked like almost bit roles or like standalone. Like he was on a show for one character and then that was the end of it and he was off the show. Um, there was some show on there. Again, I don't remember the name of it. It was a British show. I didn't watch it. Harry Potter is what everybody knows him from. Um, and I don't know... Were you a Harry Potter person? Were your kids Harry yes. Potter people? Absolutely. Read all the books. I mean, like, the, I remember standing in line waiting for the new book to come out and get it home. And my son and I, we'd buzz through it. Oh, no, I yeah. loved Harry Potter. I, I, I actually liked the books more than the movies, but I, I did enjoy the movies quite a bit. And to this day, if I see something Harry Potter on, you know, part of the movie, I, I stop and start watching it. I, I do like Harry Potter. Yeah. I think that was one of those things that they, it was so cross-generational um Mm -hmm. my kids were a little young um I think that they like the movies more than the books but I think it's because they could sit and watch the movies more Um, well the books are overwhelming because they're so thick they are you you see that big old thick book and you're like oh my gosh a lot of words well and on top of that too the way that J.K. Rowling wrote how Hagrid spoke It's very, it was, it's very hard because I tried to read it to, I'm pretty sure it was my son. And like, that was going to be our thing. Like we were going to read Harry Potter together and it became quickly apparent that I could not pull off. I'm guessing that's a Cockney accent. I could not pull it off very well. Um, But anyway, Robbie Coltrane passed away. I watched over Christmas like the Christmas New Year's break last year, the tw- the anniversary special came out on HBO Max. And um, that was the time that I had COVID. So I was just laying in bed doing nothing but binge watching a whole bunch of stuff. And I watched the Harry Potter special. I don't know if you saw it or not. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It was really, really good. And Robbie Coltrane was interviewed for it. And he looked sick in that in that. And I don't know if it was just because I'm so used to seeing him big and like statuesque and bigger Mm -hmm. than life and big hair and big beard and big everything that he seemed very um, kind of like real. Yes, he really did. That's a perfect. He just felt kind of small. And he even said something along the lines of, you know, very profound and very reflective about, you know, that one day he will no longer be here, but Hagrid always will. And to me, that just kind of felt like he knows something. Cheering you know? up. He yeah. was unwell. 
he was unwell. He's been unwell for some time, according yeah. to the British press. Um, so that was, I don't know, that was that was pretty moving. Um, it was a very, it was a really good special. So if nobody's watched it, I don't know if it's even still on there. I think it is. Um, but it was really good. It was a really good um, special. So, okay. So I've got. Well, I just have one question. Did we yeah. have any rappers die? There's always one rapper, it seems, that died. <laughs> you know what? There was a rapper that died. Um, let me see if I can quickly find his name in honor of Brad's rapper roundup. Let's see if I can quickly find him. I didn't have him on my list because Brad is always the one that does the rapper roundup. And I dropped the ball on this one. Let's see if I can find him. Oh, you know who we didn't mention? Coolio. Oh, Coolio. Oh my Coolio. God. Gangster's Paradise. Yes, yes, yes. That's there a huge one. That was a big one. Oh, here we go. Rapper PNB Rock. Yeah, I, yes. I, 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 I don't know him. I don't know him either. But you know what? Here's the interesting thing about this one. So P&B Rock died um, from a shooting at a Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. And I'm not making that shit up. That's legit. Oh, you? <laughs> <laughs> that is that is legit. Um, this is how it happened, though. And this is this is the messed up thing. And I feel like say what you want about the Kardashians or whatever. I keep up with them. I know what's going on. And Kim has said that she has learned her lesson about like flaunting the jewelry and doing all of that stuff because that her posting that on Instagram and, and places was how the, the robbers knew where she was going to be and steal her 4 million carat diamond ring. Anyway, P and B rock was shot while he was having lunch or dinner or whatever with his girlfriend. Um, and what happened was, is that she, he had posted an Instagram photo of himself the, either earlier in the day or the day before wearing a bunch of chains. And I think he had a grill and like just dripping in diamonds. Okay. The day he was shot, it was because his girlfriend tagged him in a Instagram or Facebook post saying that they were having lunch at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. And so the would-be killer thieves knew exactly where they were and assumed that he would be wearing the drip and showed up, shot and killed him. And I think took the stuff. I think took the stuff. So message to all the children out there be mindful of where you're posting yourself and what you're sharing on the internet because if you have a lot of jewelry and you tag yourself in at roscoe's chicken and waffles yeah. <laughs> somebody could come steal it from you and shoot you so our condolences to the rock family i don't i don't know it is sad he's he was young he was 30 had a kid little kid so that sucks. Um, but that was our wraparound roundup. So um, the last one that I want to talk about is Sachin. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Sachin, Sachin, whatever. Little Feather, which I don't know that anybody would actually know that person by name. Um, but she and the only reason that I'm mentioning her 
initially was because she did Paul had her on his list and he was the only one and he got full points for her but she was the Native American who accepted Marlon Brando's Oscar for The Godfather and she didn't accept it she actually rejected it um, and gave a speech about Hollywood's representation of Native Americans in film and television and um, she herself was Native American and when I, I gotta be honest when I was like reading her bio on stuff I had no idea some of the stuff that she did but she was apparently part of the the protest at Alcatraz um, if you've ever been to Alcatraz, you know that there's like a bunch of Native American writing and graffiti and things like that because they actually like commandeered it, like took it over um, in the late 60s, 69, early 70, I think, and like lived there for months. And I shouldn't say lived; They like occupied it for months um, in protest of the government's reaction to Native land. Um it's I found something that said that there was a 1999 article that said that she had colon cancer, but she ended up dying from most likely stage four breast cancer um, and then uh, cancer that had metastasized in her lung, I think. Um, so it sounds like she, you know, was very, very sick at the end. Um, but yeah, I mean, she seemed like a very interesting woman. And honestly, the only thing that I knew about her was that she you know, rejected Brando's um, Oscar for The Godfather, which is well, probably right, his so best I have a known question. Hmm. She rejected it, but did the Academy ever give Brando his Oscar? Because I that'd be a no cool idea. one to have. I, I gotta know where that Oscar's at. I have no idea. I did find that the Academy finally apologized to her in 2022. So they apologized to her this year. Um, because I don't really, I mean, I was not even a year old when all this went down on the Oscar. So I don't, I don't remember. I don't know it. I don't know, but I think that they like escorted her off, like dragged her off the stage. I could be completely wrong when I say that, but they did issue an apology to her. Um, but yeah, it was just really interesting. It was an interesting read. So very quickly, and we're going to wrap this up. Let's do a points recap. So with the death of Sachin, Sachin, whatever little feather, um, Paul was the only one that had her and he bumps up to 45.33 points. He's solidly in third place. I am just ever so slightly above him in second place. And I have no idea how that happened, um, with 49.76 points. And then Beth is solidly leading the pack pack at 73.33 points. Um, we have very little time left in the year. We've got a couple of months. And then that's the end of it. Any predictions? No, you know what? I uh, was actually thinking about that last night. And, you know, usually I always put somebody who's on the list who's just like a loose cannon. Yeah. Like, you know, the last time I won was the year Jeffrey Epstein kind of died. Yeah. Um, right. And that's what put me over the edge. Um, but I can't, but we haven't had any loose cannons die. Um yeah, and yeah. I don't know of anybody that's so sick that they're, you know, knocking on death's door. Yeah. Yeah. It's um I think that we started off the year with a couple of loose cannons, like with Bob Saget at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm, Nobody right. saw that coming. Um and there were a couple of others that I can't quite remember. But yeah, I mean, 
just a couple of I, couple I've been thinking about it and uh I just can't think of anybody who's like you know about ready to drop or anybody that's you know a loose cannon um no, I have no predictions for this for the, to the end of the year, but I think there will be some surprises because there always is. Seems like that after Christmas hits, man, there are several people that are just holding on to make it through Christmas and then they just drop. See, and I say the same thing. I I often wonder if it's because the publicists have taken the days off and they're like, oh, so and so died. I guess we better issue a statement. Um, and they actually died four days before. I don't know. That could be morbid of me thinking that. But yeah, it always feels that between Christmas and New Year's, there's just a lot of fast and furious stuff happening. Um, you know, I mean, it it just, it tends to happen. It just, it you know, and like maybe to your point, maybe in a more magical and loving way, they're just hanging on for that one last Christmas with the family. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Maybe that's what's going on. I don't know. And but... then the points will start to fly. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're getting close. Um, we're, we're also getting close to, you know, that if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know, that our year ends at midnight on December the 31st. And then we usually take a little bit of a break, um, to let everybody kind of recap and regroup and all that jazz. Are you starting to think about your list for 2023 yet? Or I am. I am. But I think I am going to hang on to my list because I really kind of like it. And I think one day it's going to hit big. Um, it's kind of like when you pick your lottery numbers and you have them for years and they don't hit and then you change your numbers. Well, guess what? Your old numbers just won the big jackpot. Right. So I think I think I hang on to most of mine. There may be one or two I, I swap out, but I kind of like my list. I think yeah. these people are just hanging on longer than what they should. Yeah. And we say that a lot too. We say it a lot that it's, you know, kind of let it ride because if somebody is sick, then, you know, chances are they're probably not going to get any better and nobody is getting younger. So if they're older no. than dirt now, it's not like they're suddenly going to turn back time and Benjamin button us. So, um, and see part of my strategy has always been, I don't put the old people on there, like, you know, Queen Elizabeth or last year, right. Prince Philip, because so many people have them and then you're getting a fraction of a point. I'd rather save my pick for somebody where I'm going to get more points for. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah. Put in some big ticket there. Yeah. yeah. It's a risk, but if it, if it pays off, it's a good yeah. risk. Yes. It's a good risk. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, we are going to wrap this up. Tracy, thank you so much for sitting with me. I appreciate it very much. I hope you had a good time. I had a great time. Thank you for having me. Yay. Well, the next time, a you know, another Royal dies, we'll be sure to have you back in for some color commentary because it'll, pro it'll probably be Charles. <laughs> yeah. Or his queen. Or his queen. It might be Andrew. I said it. I'm putting oh. it out there. It could be Andrew. <laughs> An unfortunate accident. Air quotes. So, all right. Well, if anybody has any questions and wants to follow along, as always, you can find us on Facebook. We are at Celebrity Death Pool. We're the one with all of the headstones at the top of the page. You can also follow us on Celebrity Death Pool Podcast on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can listen to us wherever you're listening to us now. And if you have any questions or anything that you want Brad and I to discuss or talk about, or heck, if, even if you want to ask Tracy a question, whatever it is, email us at celebritydeathpoolpodcast at gmail.com and we will be happy to answer those questions for you. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Tracy, for hanging out and we will thank see you. you next time. Bye.